Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 124, Will EVs Really Need Fewer Repairs? Uh, This is an article I'm going to be reading again verbatim, word for word. Can't write it any better, folks. Sorry. Uh, I know I could take uh, my own notes and kind of put it in my own words, but this is uh, quick and to the point, and uh, it works real well. So anyway, uh, quick commercial again, as as usual. Um, If you want to uh, donate to the website, or excuse me, to the podcast, uh, and uh, subscribe to it. It does open up a, a number of uh, podcasts that I've done that are only available to people who subscribe. If you go to uh, podbean.com and then do a search for Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast, you'll come to the main homepage. Upper right-hand corner, you'll see an icon for Become a Patron. Click on that, and you'll see where you can... Um, either do a one-time donation type thing or subscription or make it, you know, month to month. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less, you can do more. I leave it up to you. But again, what it does is it opens up about 12 to 15 podcasts that I've done in the past that are now only available to subscribers. And uh, these are podcasts I specifically picked that if you use and apply the information that I give you on them uh, in your automotive ownership life, you will definitely save thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars, and hopefully also reduce your frustration necessarily uh, about the car ownership experience. So just want to give that quick commercial out there. So again, uh, will EVs really need fewer repairs? This is from a trade magazine called Adapt Automotive. Uh, this article was written by Megan Gosh, and it is dated uh, June 16th of 2021, so it is relatively fresh info. So here we go. Uh, For some, the recent boom of electric vehicle, in other words, EVs, news may come as an exciting step forward for an industry in full transition. But for many shoppers, excuse me, but for many repair shop owners, EV headlines have become a regular source of anxiety. A widespread wave of EVs is sure to require additional staff training and expertise, but there's also great expectation from consumers and trepidation amongst repairers that EVs will not need service as much or as often as gas models. If there are fewer mechanical parts to contend with, EV service costs should be lower, right? Said Renee Stevens, Vice President Automotive for We Predict, a predictive analytics service firm who posed a question during a recent automotive press association presentation. Wrong, she said. We Predict recently released its inaugural DeepView True Cost report, which analyzed early vehicle repair costs and found that service costs for full EVs were more than two times higher than gas or hybrid models, with EVs averaging a cost of $123 in the first three months in service, while gas models an average of $53 in the same time frame. EV costs were just half that of gasoline models when it came to regular maintenance, but repair costs were twice as high and campaign or recall expenses were four times as high for EVs than gas models. Parts and labor expenses were also found to be twice as high for EVs than for gas or hybrid vehicles. 
Long story short, EVs aren't the low-maintenance silver bullet repairers might have expected, at least not yet. ADAPT checked in with Stevens for more insight on WePredict's key findings. Why don't EVs cost less to maintain and repair than gasoline or hybrid vehicles? I think there was an expectation that maintenance and service repairs would be lower than other vehicle types, and to see that repairs were actually double for EVs than they were on gas models or hybrid models was a shock to a lot of people. But once you really look into it, it's not just that the parts themselves are more expensive, it's the time people are spending trying to complete these repairs. The reality is that EVs are requiring technicians to spend far more time just diagnosing what's going wrong and on the phone with manufacturers or even corporate headquarters to get to the heart of the issue. They're taking vehicles on multiple test drives and this is all adding time. So what we're seeing in the data is really the cost of an industry learning curve. These vehicles are new and technicians are still learning them as well and the technicians repairing these vehicles are often highly certified and paid higher rates than others. So the industry transition we're seeing here is coming at a cost. How long could this learning curve span? I think in the next five to ten years we'll be in a very different place, but right now with an onslaught of EVs coming our way, many of these are first for manufacturers. They're working out the kinks and figuring out how to build something that's serviceable quickly and at a lower cost, but also factors in the tech base that interacts with these vehicles out on the front line. Vehicles that have only been around for a few generations don't have that institutional learning under their belts. Models like the Nissan Leaf or the Chevrolet Bolt have been out for a while, have gone through a few generations, and our data found they, they did improve dramatically over time, but early on those vehicles were pretty high in cost too. So much of that timeline depends on when these vehicles will launch and how long it takes to produce and work through changes on multiple generations. What is We Predict's biggest takeaway for repair shops? After reading through thousands of comments from technicians, what was most surprising was truly how much time they spent fix finding a fix. I don't think the manufacturers realize the extra hours needed to repair some of these items and haven't, haven't timed them right. We saw that with some manufacturers more than others, which leads me to believe that somewhere down the line, some paid attention and made changes while others need to look again. This first report focused on the first three months of service, and typically people might think, well, isn't that the manufacturer's responsibility anyway? And that's true. But when you think about the cost those vehicles are going to accrue three years down the road, those costs have now been multiplied by 15. This is the first chapter. These vehicles will become used vehicles that need to be serviced, so these costs will impact the second or third owners and the shops they bring them to. Right now, technicians are on the front line and are a huge partner in this industry. They're the ones that know what's serviceable and what's not, so any feedback they can provide to the automakers is critical and will ultimately pay off for shops and consumers down the road. It's vital to seeing what it really takes to get these vehicles fixed and done. So that was it. That's the end of it. It's kind of a quickie. Um, you know, again, obviously, as she's saying, um, you know, the, the first, these vehicles are brand new. The technology is new. Uh, nobody really knows that much about it. And, you know, technicians are obviously, and shop owners are having to go through a huge learning curve. And again, that obviously takes time. So I think down the road, uh, the, the repair costs will come down. 
but uh, you know, again, there's there's a lot going on in these vehicles. I realize there's no engine. There's there's fewer mechanical parts per se, but you're replacing a gasoline engine with an electric electric motor and all of the controls that go with it, a battery system, a battery cooling system. Uh, you know, it's it it could potentially be a, a trade off. Maybe even again, you know, obviously according to their uh, analysis, uh, it's going to cost more. Okay, so, you know, again, that's just part of the thing that people think that electric vehicles are going to be zero emission and all that kind of stuff. And that's just simply not the case. So, uh, but, you know, time will tell. We'll see what happens. Uh, I just wanted to kind of get this one out there because it seemed like it was it is obviously the latest information and uh, we go from there with it. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it uh, kind of you learned some things as far as electric vehicles and and where's you know where things are right now at this moment in time and potentially where we're going uh, maybe it'll help you make a decision of whether you want to buy an ev or not okay so i appreciate your time again you know check out that podbean.com and brad kyle's motorworks podcast and uh, see if you want to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and start saving yourself some money and uh, less frustration on your car ownership experience so I appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. Again, as usual, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcasts5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, so you can find me there. And again, if you want to check out my shop website, it's it's Brad's Motorworks. I'm in Newbury Park, California, and uh, I'm on a couple different got got a couple different web pages. If you want to check out the shop website, so and if you're ever in the area, uh, you know, stop by, say hi. I'll be uh, be happy to talk with you and meet you. It'd be kind of fun. And um, other than that, um, I appreciate your time. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.